Welcome to the Peanut Butter and Jody Podcast, where we discuss life, love, and the art of successful relationships. I'm Jody, and the love of my life and partner in crime, Laura, is by my side. Say hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hello, Angel Face. Hello, Bubba. How are you doing today, sweetie? Okay. A little bit of a rough day, but... Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) It shouldn't have been a rough day. It should have been just joy and festiveness. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you're you're staring at my opulent visage all day. (laughs) Well... That's not pleasant. Well. Well, come on. Look at this face. Listen. I'm a gorgeous, statuesque human You are a handsome guy. I'm not going to deny that. Well, that's so sweet of you. You are. I'm a handsome little fella. You are. Well, I appreciate that coming from a beautiful woman like yourself. Oh. Yeah, beautiful lady. (laughs) So, um, like to thank our beloved listeners we had a couple of hits from uh, south of the border, and I'm, yes. not, I'm not talking about um, that lovely resort on the border of South Carolina and North Carolina. Oh. No, I'm talking about uh, Mexico. Uh. Had some hits from the UK and Canada and India, and love to see the growth. Um, so uh, if you're enjoying yourself listening to our, our fun, uh, please uh, endorse us. You know, give us a like, give us a review up on iTunes or wherever you review your stuff. And, uh, you know, share, share with your family and friends. We're free. Mm -hmm. Free is good. Yes. So Mm -hmm. we are going to have a a fun discussion. It's a very uh, special time of year. Special edition of Peanut Butter and Jody. That's right. Every edition is a special edition, let's be honest. We take our time and we put a lot of effort into making these little podcasts and a, an amazing experience for all. Yeah, realistic. Yeah, well, hey, it is real life. It's, it is. It's our crazy life, but it's real life. It's like the Kardashians. Yeah, Kardashians without the massive ass. <laughs> well, it depends on how you're acting that day. Hey, you said massive ass and depends in the same sentence. <laughs> Are you talking about my aunt? No. Hey, <laughs> listen, everybody needs a little protection. We're going to get to her. Yeah, we will. So today we yes. are going to talk about uh, one of our favorite seasons. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just pause here momentarily just to remind everyone exactly what that season is. That's right. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling cold. Why are you feeling cold? Because. Because it's going to be 20 degrees tonight? Well, and what we're talking about. Yes, we are talking about the holiday time of year, which is uh, one of our favorite seasons. Yes. Um, But, you know, it's not always everyone's favorite season. You know, some people get... uh, get very blue during this time of year. Mm-hmm. I'm Literally. Only, I'm only blue because I'm I'm bloated and in the cold. So oh. my little fat toes will turn blue. Oh, you know, Chubby when I was fellas. a kid, my fingernails would turn blue when I was cold. Wow. That never uh, happened to me, I don't I don't think. Yeah. I never had the blue nail thing happen. It's weird. Very weird. Um, but, you know, when we were discussing this topic, in my head... You know, I go back, you know, we always go back to to the beloved 70s and stuff when we were kids. Um, But for me, as a kid, um, the holiday time always started with Halloween. That seemed to be like when the weather was taking a turn. And I knew when I got to Halloween, I was like six weeks away from Christmas time. There's a there's a, a fruit fly in here. Because I have wine. Somewhere. And fruit flies bother me. <laughs> you know, not shoe fly don't bother me. Fruit fly, you yeah, but bother that's me. We have no fruit out. It's like in the fridge, but it insists on 
going around and there's one, everywhere. There's one rogue fly. One. Just one. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's probably... He's very rogue. Yeah, he's rogue. Um, but but I, I'm, I'm just going to interject. Interject. We went from... When we were a kid, we would celebrate Halloween, and you would actually celebrate Halloween all the way up to when Thanksgiving was and celebrate that. And then you would start decorating for Christmas, like... Right before. But now it's like there there are people putting out, I don't know if you noticed, in our neighborhood, people were putting out decorations, I am not kidding, the day after Halloween lights were going up. And yeah. I'm like, I can't deal with this. Christmas lights the day after Halloween should be a big no-no. Yeah. And, well, it's kind of, uh, you know, symbolic of everything else that kind of goes on. Uh, you know, you, you go to the food store, um, Labor Day, right? The day after Labor Day. And there's Halloween candy. Okay, you're like it's crazy. Two months ahead of schedule here. Crazy. I can't like enjoy anything. You feel rushed to the next holiday. Yeah, I mean they're already showing Christmas commercials, and it's um we're just oh wait a minute. My girlfriend in November. Yeah, is already listening to Christmas songs. Yeah, I know the stations flipped this week. Yeah, crazy. Um, I don't like that. I can't do that. It's it's a little early for me, honestly. I have to admit, and it seems like there's a huge rush, and it's. It was probably this way when we were kids, too. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of consumerist kind of things associated with these holidays, right? They're selling stuff. Yeah. Right? Maybe not so much Thanksgiving, but even Thanksgiving, you know, Black Friday was a thing, but it's not what it's become. I think they're not. A lot of them aren't doing it this year. Yeah, there's been a a, a little bit of a shift from some of the major retailers away from Black Friday. Um, but, you know, you can't even ramp up to a holiday anymore. No. You know, I mean, Christmas stuff is is out um, and we're not even at Thanksgiving yet. Nope. You know, um, but when I was a kid, I didn't really notice the consumer drive as much. It wasn't. It wasn't. And when we were kids, we didn't get as much stuff either on Christmas Day. No. Uh, um, you only got a few things. Now the kids get everything that could possibly be imagined. Yeah. Well, at least our kids do. So, but even even the holidays like Halloween, uh, which, like I said, signifies the beginning of the season for me. No, signifies um, Michael Myers for me. Well, you, you know, and, and which, I understand that. I just want to say say a little side note to that: mm. that the new Halloween movie coming out in 2018 with Jamie Lee Curtis is co-written by whom? Who is who is co-writer about? I don't know. I told you. I I don't remember. You'll have to remind me. <sighs> Danny McBride. There you I'm go. I'm just saying. Wow. So yeah. a foray into the horror genre. Yeah, he actually met with John Carpenter himself, who loved the idea he was pitching to kind of reinvent reinvent the whole Halloween thing. So they're kind of skipping over the Rob Zombie phase? Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't care for that. I'm just saying. I didn't see his Halloween. And it was, you know what? It's one of those things where he, you know, he has it there. He has this warped mind and it just doesn't... Doesn't materialize. It doesn't. It's like he doesn't close the deal. No. He's like a guy, with, a, like a guy with erectile dysfunction. <laughs> yeah. So he's either closing the deal too early or he can't close it at all. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Rob Zombie. We know what's going on in the sack, pal. <sighs> <sighs> so like I was saying, the... Okay, uh, I'm sorry. I know I digressed, but I got excited. The Halloween time, uh, like like I said, was the beginning of the, of the start of the season, and it was a big deal for us, okay? Especially if Halloween was on a Saturday, you were trick-or-treating literally all day. No. We did. No. Well, I don't know what town you lived no, in. No, because you were in a... <laughs> you know, it's funny. You had a very abnormal... Well, we'll call it that. Abnormal, you know, kind of daily life right but on halloween because you really didn't have parental supervision i think that's why your mother just lets you go off with a pillowcase and just go anywhere everywhere every street which is what (laughs) sorry those little buckets looking like little jack-o'-lanterns weren't cutting the mustard you had one maybe two pillowcases but i but, but no, I think it's smart because you can fit more candy in the pillowcase. Yeah, and you could tie a knot and beat someone if they chase you down. If they got you an apple, put an apple. That'd be perfect. Give me <laughs> one of them razor blade laced apples. <laughs> I can I can beat them with it and then slash them with the inside. <laughs> right? Anyway. 
I remember, though, as a kid. I have one of to the, talk. The listen. best ones. You got to listen to me, sweetheart. I was going to talk about my Halloween and how sad it was. Oh, tell me about your sad, sad I was only permitted. It was like. Oh. Uh, I know this go, story. <laughs> to go to four houses. Oh. So I'd be wearing my plastic, you know. Mask, princess mask. That's such a jip. Four houses. What if they gave crappy candy? <laughs> because my parents, were, like I've said, they 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 were so domineering that they were just like and protective that I was literally only allowed to go four houses. You know, it's you know, there was it's no, really probably sad? no chocolate. You probably got a little package of Mister Peanut. No, they give out the big bars, like the big Clark bars and all that. So I got How about like, a Zagnut. But I, it was so anyway, I just had to say that I was only allowed to go to four houses. That's not even Halloween. I mean, you know, we literally, well, I, you know, I was like unleashing the Kraken with me, right? So you open up the door and send my little chubby ass out to go and, and you know, <laughs> feast on feast on the neighbor's properties. Hey, let me ask a question. Yeah. What was your favorite Halloween candy? Wow. Um... Favorite Halloween candy. Don't tell me Zagnut either. It's ain't Zagnut. You know, it's weird. Um, I noticed this the other day, okay? So I took Christian to get his haircut. And when I took Christian to get his haircut, they had this bowl that looked like an Italian woman was going to toss pasta for 50 in. The thing was the biggest bowl I ever saw in my life, and it was loaded to the top with candy. Wow, okay. It was just after Halloween. So they were like, hey, reach into the bowl over there, chubs. Grab yourself a fistful of deliciousness. Not to Christian. No, to me. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, now I'm Chubbs. It's like what kind of barbershop? Yeah, so what happens is I shove my big big meat paw in there. And what did you take? I'm just curious. I took a $100,000 bar. That was my favorite. Yeah, and... um, That was my... Did they... I didn't know they, they still, still made make them. it. Yeah, and, and the so funny thing good. is, when I ate it, I was like, "Shit, that's a good freaking it is. bar." And I never think of getting. I think of Twix or peanut butter cups or yeah, Milky Ways, which, Snickers. You know, yeah, like like I love I'm not a Snickers person. I love um, many many Hershey's products. Re- uh, Reese's peanut butter cups are are my all time favorite. And then I love Reese's pieces, and I love any any of that stuff. But I found myself reaching for that. And sometimes I'll reach for like a mounds or something like that. It's mm-hmm. just weird, but that hundred grand—I think they call a hundred grand now. Um, I was like, I haven't seen one of those in a while, and I went for that. Do you remember so, the Reggie bar? Yes, the Reggie bar. Oh Henry, Wouldn't I didn't like o. that Henry? one. That was like a Clark bar, right? Yeah. Did it have chocolate on it? I think it did. I think it was chocolate nuts and like some nougaty thing in the middle, but it was kind of lumpy on the outside, uh, if I remember correctly. Kinda. Um, and a Babe Ruth. Yeah, uh, uh, I think they're still out there too. The Babe Ruth and the um, what was the other one? I know there was Nutrageous. Yeah, which did you see the one that they're putting out now? The Reggie Bar was freaking good. They're putting out one now. I, I, is it called the Aaron Judge or is it called the? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's it say? Altuve. It's called the Altuve Bar. It's really small. Right, it's, it's, but it packs a lot. Yeah, it's it's small I, and it has sounded- it has a jalapeno <laughs> in it. Okay. Um, I love Altuve. I'm just saying, yeah. when he gave that kid his cap in Disney World and the kid cried mm-hmm. after the World Series, I was like, wow. Yeah. You showed me that. That was amazing. Yeah, so anyway, we've nice really guy. digressed. Yeah, but anyway, so Halloween for me was a, a fun time. I remember, and Stan and I talked about this before our, our, uh, our podcast Burns. with the Blackburns, mm-hmm. about the Kiss Makeup Kit. Oh, okay. Which, hey, how about this for irony? I literally saw something up on the Facebook, the Book of Faces, the other day, and Gene Simmons was on there because he's still trying to peddle this, uh, this, uh, the Gene Simmons vault. He is such a whore of merchandise. Yeah, he is a total whore. For only $1,500, you can get the Gene Simmons vault. Why doesn't he have the Gene Simmons hair dye? Yeah, Gene Simmons mop cut. Um, yeah. So, um, but one of what he does in this vault thing, he gives out, it's, it's a 40 pound vault and inside is like some CDs basically. I think he should put one out and have like a Milky Way bar in there. Just fool you. So you spent like. And it should be old as hell. It should be a Milky, it should, uh, it should be a bar from like the seventies. So it's like 
that white looking chocolate because it's all funky. Do you know when you are desperate for chocolate, though, you don't care? No. I'll take that. I've eaten it. So, but interestingly, what he does is there's a secret drawer in everybody's uh, everybody's vault. And how much do the vaults run? Fifteen hundred. All all of them are fifteen hundred, or yeah. some are cheaper. No, all of them are fifteen hundred. Because what happens is you go to a place like he'll like he'll fly into New York and he will give you your vault himself. And that one is fifteen. I thought one of them was like more expensive. Yeah, one's twenty five thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Whoa! Yeah, that's the Gene Simmons sexual experience. Whoa! May as well be. I mean, for that amount of money. Wow. Um, so, Jeez. but one of the, uh, one of the gifts that I noticed that he saw, so in, in the vault, there is a secret compartment and the secret compartment is a surprise gift. It could be anything that like of all the, he collects everything kiss, right? So, uh, one of the items that he put in somebody's vault was the makeup kit from the seventies. So each vault is different. There's a special something in there that's different. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty I don't know if they're cool. different across the board, but he does mix that's it up. That's really cool. Yeah, so I saw him pull out the makeup kit, and I was like, oh, my God. Um, Did you go as, like, a Kiss I was Paul Stanley, you? yeah, yep. Do you I have was. a picture of that? Um, actually, I don't, but um, oh. uh, I, I do know where I can get it. Okay. Because there's, there's a girl on Facebook who is, sis, who is sister's, uh, she's the sister of... Uh, one of my close friends as a kid, and she said her mom still has that picture. Oh, well, have her. I'd love to get that. I would love to see that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was Peter Chris, and I was Paul Stanley, and I had the Kiss makeup kit, right? That's freaking cool. Did did Stan have that, too? We talked about it the other day, yeah. He remembers the makeup kit. Did he do that, though? I think he had it, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that was kind of like my intro to the holiday season, right? So then we move beyond that point in the holiday season and we get into thanksgiving which we discussed in another podcast yeah you know i I like thanksgiving um can i just say a little side note about halloween sure sure. i love halloween it's my fave but i want to say that i remember when alex our oldest was little and um she was really into laura croft tomb raider i remember Mm mm-hmm and so we dressed her. I dressed her as Lara Croft. I did the whole, and Angelina Jolie played her. I did her lips up because Alex has really good lips. And I did her hair in a braid and made it black. She had long hair. And uh, I actually made the costume. So I was very proud of myself because awesome. I'm not an artsy person. I remember this too. And it was good. Very it good. It was, right? And yeah. Christian was a muscle guy one year. Yeah, and that was funny. Oh, yeah, a little muscle. Tree, guy. we have nothing for you. Nope, not at all. <coughs> so yeah. anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to move. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to move on to other holidays that we enjoy. So uh, like we said, we, we discussed Thanksgiving before. The only thing I will say about Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving, though. I, I do, too. Um, it's it's definitely throws me into the holiday season. Because it's not hectic and crazy yet. Well, see, that's where that's kind of what my point is. I remember as a kid sitting there, and as I discussed with my family and stuff, and I would, I would, uh, you know, do what kids do. I'd sit there, eat until I was stuffed like a little fat pig, and um, watch monster movies like we talked about, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and that was fine and dandy. But now, so here's the shift as adults. Now I got to cook that whole thing, and I got to clean up that whole thing. Yeah, and it's not. It kind of loses something for me as a celebrant of Thanksgiving when I'm the ass schlepping all the food around. You know you what know? the best part is when my aunt comes for Thanksgiving and she sits in the kitchen and I'm doing the dishes yeah, and she can't hear. And she's like, what? And then she'd that's start. A, that's, a, that's a ploy too, by the way. I think she can hear when she wants to hear. Because <laughs> one day I said, hey, <laughs> I smell underwear. And she heard that. She loves Tommy. <laughs> I smell chicken nuggets. <laughs> and she said, chicken nuggets? <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. She could hear that. But, but I can yell at 450,000 <laughs> decibels, do you want a Sprite? <laughs> She's not hearing that crap. <laughs> no. Or, hey, you have to go back to the home now. And she doesn't want to hear that garbage. Listen. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. What was your favorite Thanksgiving food? Stuffing. 
Hands down. Really? Always, yeah. Your stuffing is so good. Thank you. I am so hungry right now. Oh, how's that intermittent fasting working for you? (laughs) And you're like, you're not going to eat dinner. I'm like, no. Should I just start talking about the herb sausage stuffing? Oh my God, that stuff is so, that literally, that stuffing is so good. Do you remember the one time I took the stuffing? And then, uh, I, then I don't I, want to talk. I'm and then hungry. I, I molded it into like a circle. Oh, and yeah. And then I fried it up <gasps> and we put it on like with the turkey. Yeah, we had like an oh. egg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was fun. Mm. Mm. Man. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, uh, um, that's that's definitely my favorite part. I know Tommy uh, Tommy is a big, uh, you know, lover of the stuffing. Jeez. He likes any food. That he kid really, like inhales he, it. He really, really liked that stuff. He inhales now. though. Yeah, he he does. He's he's quite the uh, rapid eater. I used to be a rapid eater, um, but now I've slowed down over the years. I, I'm a lot. I've slowed down a lot, uh, and I've become like an old person. I don't drink with my food a lot of times. Do you do the? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For Jim Carrey, yeah. you got to hear like, people breathing <laughs> when they're eating their sandwich. He talked about drop and roll. Yeah, how, yeah. Old people. He says that old people. You could hear they are breathing when they're eating their sandwich. And how his dad was yeah. his dad or grandpa? He falls asleep with his, his cigarette. Dad, yeah, he would fall asleep. Uh, he would he would enjoy his after dinner cigarette. You know, the one during his nap. Yeah, drop and roll, dad. Drop and roll. Now he's an artist. Yeah, the artist formerly known as Jim Carrey. Listen, his stuff is really cool. It is. All right. So, yeah, so Thanksgiving, um, like I said, yeah, you know, we, we've covered it previously. But, uh, yeah, we're done. So we will skip past Thanksgiving now <laughs> and we'll get into the other holidays. Okay, so let's see. Uh, so then we get into... You're like the Tourette's guy. Yeah. So then we get into uh, <sighs> our beloved Christmas time. Yes, right? which what we're going to talk about first. Yeah. When we were kids and what Christmas was like, being that you were from a Jewish household. Yep. And I was from a Catholic household. Right. So let's talk about you first. Yeah. So uh, Jewish by food, pretty much. I grew up in Christian neighborhoods for the most part. Did you go to like temple or anything no. or, or celebrate? What is it? Nope. Hanukkah? Temple of Doom. No. <laughs> oh, don't start. You know, I love that. No. Hanukkah? No. Never celebrated Hanukkah my whole life. Interesting. Ever. Nope. I know it's the Festival of Lights, but only because the Adam Sandler song. Uh, yes, we yeah, all learned from that. Um, yeah, but no, I, I, I literally always had a Christmas tree because my father, um, you know, his family, um, you know, celebrated Christmas. His extended family, his illegitimate children family. No, no or his, his, his true birth family. Um, they celebrated Christmas. So, you know, June Hill's house, uh, you know, it was Christmas time, you know, so. Um, so they didn't do... They didn't do anything Jewish at all? No. Kind of like your aunt does both. She does now, yeah, but she grew up in a Jewish household. Right. So, but, you know, my grandmother, you know, uh, was, I guess she was Protestant. Yeah, or Protestant. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, no, they celebrated Christmas ever since I was a kid. So um, I have pretty good memories. Um, you know, I, we had to kind of schlep around a little bit when I was a kid. So... We would uh, be in our house first, um, and then this we is would, on Christmas Day. Yeah. Okay. And then we'd go over to my grandmother's house, Jim Hill. Yeah, we go there, and I don't think we'd go anywhere beyond that. Okay. But I remember having to go out. Um, so you'd go to your father's side as opposed to your mother's side on Christmas Day. Yeah, because really, yeah, I didn't go to like my cousin's house or anything. Okay. During that, um, yeah. So I, we would go over to my grandmother's house. Um. You know, and that's, I remember one Christmas very, uh, very vividly where I got um, my Evil Knievel and the, the jumping Evil Knievel motorcycle. So he had this little red thing with a handle on the side and you would crank the handle and the bike was sitting in there, in there, right? You hooked the little Evil Knievel bike. Yeah. And once it got fast enough, he would shoot off of that and jump like over. He'd be in a wheelie. That's cool. He'd be in a wheelie position, yeah. And I remember one thing I remember about it, which is actually really kind of funny, is this is back in the day when there was tinsel on the trees. Uh huh. And we didn't my, do tinsel. We my, always did the garland. My grandmother had tinsel on the tree. Okay. And I'm 
in the crank of my Evil Knievel or is either there or in the bike wheel itself. I got a piece of tinsel and it was like forever there. I, I felt violated because there's a freaking piece of tinsel in my Evil Knievel motorcycle wheel. Right? You know, and I, I remember that. Like literally, you know, like it was yesterday. I, I could tell you where, like, literally where I sat in their place to first try the Evil Knievel out. You are the literally guy? Very literally. And I am the actually person. Actually, literally, uh, literally. I say actually a lot. Actually. Okay. So, yeah, and then I remember um, when I discovered that, uh, well, I kind of probably always knew that Santa wasn't a real deal, but when I actually discovered no, you it. you didn't. You could not have. No, I discovered a bunch of presents in my mother's closet. How old were you? I was probably like eight. Oh, I was the queen of concealing. You know that. Yeah, but I was like eight. And the one thing that I saw was this shooting gallery. I had that. Did you? I right? so loved that. It was brown and had the cans on top. Yes. And it would you yep. shoot the thing with the, there's like a little light, I guess, yep. that lit up. Yep. yep. That's the gift that I found. And it went like in a, like in a circle, didn't it? No, my, this one was straight across. And oh, when you, mine went in like a. No, mine didn't move. And when you shot them, the cans would shoot off. Yeah, but mine went in a circle. Yeah, mine didn't go in a circle. But I found the shooting gallery. Um, and, um, you know, one other toy that I got, not probably around that same time. This is when we lived in a house that we were renting. Okay. I got a, a toy called TCR, Total Control Racing. Okay, so it was like a slot car track, but there was no slots. So when you pulled the trigger, there was a little thing you can click, and the car would switch lanes. So it wasn't attached to anything. Okay. It was super cool. So there were no tracks or anything. Yeah, it was a track. And the track had these two little rails on, on each lane. Okay. But the you know how like slot cars, do you remember slot cars used to have a little thing that used to sit in the slot? No. Okay. But I, I understand you know the concept of yeah, it, yeah. It's, uh, what do you call it? Test track is like a giant slot car. Okay. Anyway, um, so slot cars, AFX tracks were a Test big deal. track is actually an attraction at Epcot and Disney World in case yes. people don't know that. Sorry, I didn't clarify the Well, reference. there are people in Mexico who may not know what Test Track is. I'm okay, just well, saying. Test Track is an Epcot center. Okay. Um, and there's a Mexico there. Yeah, and you can see the Mexican pavilion from yep. Test Track. There you go. Yeah, so take a visit My on us. pavilion. Yeah. So, um, but I had this total control racing. Okay. Right? Now, I had already known at this point that Santa wasn't a real deal. So I remember going to... Santa is real. Uh, well, okay. I, I, don't tell me that. Okay. So anywho, listen. Listen to my story. We Go went ahead. to Service Merchandise. Service okay. okay. What is that? Service Merchandise was this store. Okay. It was a catalog store. But the way that it worked is you would go and get what you wanted. You'd fill out a little slip. Okay, you'd either get look at it out of the catalog or toys happen to be on the shelf. But if it was out of the catalog, you filled out a slip, you paid for it, and then you would wait over on the side. Okay. And it would come up a ramp from the basement of this place. Wow. And they would call your name. Right? <gasps> That's cool. And your stuff would come up in these bins. Wow, I didn't have that in yeah. Hamilton area. So, this was what, Edison? Uh, uh, this was Woodbridge Township, yeah. Okay. So, um, but the f- I always knew when they were calling my name because our last name is Opsy, which is a tongue twister. So what happened is you'd get some like 17, 18 year old guy who would look completely confused and then they would butcher it. <laughs> knew it was you. Yeah, so I knew it was me. I'm like, I just put my hand up. Yeah, here, yeah, uh, Ostrich. Uh, Listen, I'm listening. You just gave your last name over the air, which means that if you offend anybody, they're going to hunt you down. It's actually listed on our podcast anyway. Oh, which is fine. They're going to find you. They can find me. Come at me. Anyway, so um, we went to service merchandise. And and I didn't know that was listed on the podcast. Listen to me. Oh, go ahead. Keep cutting me off here. Go ahead. This should have been a 30 second story. Now it's, now it's belabored into a 30-minute story. It's a 30-minute montage <laughs> about total control racing. So um, we bought TCR for $67. It was expensive at the time. That's a lot of money back then. Yeah, $67. It was the only present that I got because it was so big. Oh, what time period would you say? Like uh, late 70s. Okay. Maybe 80. That is expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. It was, it was pretty pricey. 
So yeah, so TCR. Um, I have to look at the date of that. I'm not quite 100 percent sure. Of the well, date. you didn't do your research. No, I didn't. But I, I know which house I lived in, so it had to, it had to be before I was in seventh grade. Okay. At some point. Anyway, um, yeah. So that was a super gift for me. So I loved that. One year, I got a. Uh, I didn't get a stereo. I got a mono. I got a boombox with one speaker. So it was a mono, not a stereo. I think we all had that. Wasn't that like a really popular thing then? Uh, eventually, I got a boombox with two speakers, and I was like the shit. Oh, my boombox uh, was two. Yeah, see, I had one with one. And then you get into the ones with the detachable speakers. Anyway, so that was kind of my uh, my memories of uh, of Christmas time. I don't remember anything about the food. I don't remember anything, but I remember a couple of very specific gifts. We had like the Charlie Brown tree. Oh, you mentioned that before. Yeah, it was pretty... Um, it's pretty shabby. Yeah. I think there's like, uh, you know, you could see completely through it. I don't care how much you fluff those branches. You can see it totally through it. Um, but, but were you sad about that then? Not a bit. No. No. You just, you just thought, okay, this is what it is, right? Yeah. No, it was great. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was fine for me. I loved it. Love that that little tree. Oh. It was a little tree fling. Oh. on a tree fling. Anyhow. So tell me about yours. Well, I was Catholic. I think everyone knows that by now. Am Catholic. You were Catholic. Were and are. I see. Are. <laughs> and um, you know, we went to mass every weekend. So therefore, when Christmas time came, we would go to Christmas Eve mass. So we didn't have to get up early on Christmas Day and go to church. So we would go Christmas Eve, and. Um, I remember one year I was picked, because I went to Catholic school, I was picked to be the reader at Christmas Eve Mass. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So I was basically the narrator. They were doing the nativity. I would have crapped my pants if they called on me. <laughs> well, now I would not be good with that. Yeah. Um, and I was a narrator at Christmas Eve. It was the kids' mass, and I would narrate the nativity and whatever else I would introduce. But I specifically remember... On Christmas Eve day that I went over to practice at the church or the gym. They had it in the gym. And then I went home because I could walk home because I lived a half a block from my elementary school, which was Catholic. And uh, I walk into my little row house and my parents said, oh, we have an early Christmas present for you. And I was like, oh, so I this little puppy this little lasa opso named mindy Aww. comes out from the kitchen how cute oh she was so cute and um i have that obviously that's like a great memory of one of my christmases when oh, of i was course, a kid yeah. she was so cute i named her after mork and mindy ah yes nanu nanu mm-hmm. Shazbat. and um she was just adorable and yeah. i just remember you know that's just an awesome thing that's and a great memory. I do remember that when my sister and I were kids, we would uh, wait until we had this clock, which I have now, that would uh, strike loudly and it would go off. So if it was 10 o'clock, it would strike 10 times. Yeah. Okay. So when it would strike midnight on Christmas Eve, we would go to the top of the stairs and we would look down and we could see the Christmas tree. And all the presents. So we knew oh, Santa came. That's super fun. Yeah, we had the stockings hung, not by the children with care. I know what you're going to say. Uh, <laughs> we had the stockings hung um, on the stairs when you were going down. And, uh, and like everything was just complete. It was just really awesome. Wow. So um, I don't even know if I had a stocking. You did when I married you, Bubba. Oh, I, no, I have a stocking now. It's an amazing stocking. And I know people would be surprised to know they're Disney stockings. Big shocker. But I don't recall having a stocking. But that's awesome, though, that yours were all done. My, mm-hmm. my uncle always did big stockings. I remember when his kids were, were little, they had stockings you could probably get in. Literally. They were gigantic. Yeah, but the problem with something that big is you got to fill it. Well, no, if your kid gets out of line, you just throw them oh. face down in the stocking. <laughs> so there. Well, Dual I mean, purpose. but all his kids are tall and they always were tall. But for me, it probably would work. Yeah. Yeah. Could um, stick you in the stocking. <laughs> so um, 
you remember, because we were with my parents one Christmas, um, that we put the train up. Yeah, which we now own that mm-hmm. train. Mm-hmm. And I did a little research on that train. And, it w- you know, think about the time. This train set came out in 1972, right? And it cost like 75 bucks then. Yeah, which kind of goes back to your yeah, um, TCR. TCR, Total Control Racing. Um, look it up. It was super fun. But, um, yeah, so we still have that train set. It still runs. And it's a? Perfectly. It's a Lionel train set. And it's cool because you'd put the little liquid smoke in. It would come out of the top. And I'd put my little tiny, years ago, Arco gas station. Arco. Okay. Used to give out either Hot Wheels cars. Yep. Remember them. Or the little animals. Mm. So I would get the little animals and I would stick them in the train and have them go around. That's in the, awesome. And then when Christian was little, we'd do his little wrestlers, his yeah. little tiny wrestlers, and we'd stick them in there and they'd go around. Yeah, because I think we had a different train set up. And then when, when your parents passed away, we took this train home. And I remember um, one Christmas we had a couple of years back, and I was going through a pretty rough time, you know, uh, emotionally. Uh, I was going through a very rough time. Was this about my parents again? No, no, no. I mean, it's around the same time, oh. but it had to do with other the other issues. Oh, okay. So I was about to make a joke. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, but I set up this train. It was the first year I set this train up, and I sat there running that train. It made you me so it. happy. Yeah. It made me just, I, I just like disappeared into another world. That stupid fly. I know you love that. Yeah, That's just, It was a really, really cool train. Yeah, and it's still running great. They don't make things like that anymore. They do. It just costs $1,000. Okay, so we had that. I had that the yeah. train. Mm-hmm. And then when I was a kid, some of the toys I remember, um, the Chrissy doll. Chrissy doll. And uh, you could brush her hair. And uh, she, I don't know how tall she was, but she wasn't like a Barbie doll size. She was bigger than that, like an American Girl doll size. Maybe ah, bigger, wow. actually. That's a big doll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... You're um, a little doll. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, Barbies. Yeah. And the Barbie van. Hey. And I had a Ken doll. Barbie Funhouse. Mm-hmm. Mm. I also had the $6 million man. The one you could look through the back of yes. his head? I think I had that, too. I loved that. And then yeah. I had uh, the Bionic Woman doll as well. Oh, yeah. I was not going near the Bionic Woman Mm-mm. doll, but the Bionic Man doll, looking through the back of his head, I'm pretty sure I had. So they were kind of like my main toys. I can't remember. But the food, they, I think they would cook like a ham and scalloped potatoes on Christmas Day. You've had my oh, scalloped boy. potatoes, which are yeah. phenomenal yeah, that's for my a, grandmother's recipe. yeah. Nut roll, mm. my grandmother would make nut roll and cookies, and she put the lacquire in the cookies and the nuts in the cookies, and mm. oh, they were so good. Oh. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't have a real memory of food for Christmas, which is one of those. You think that me, not just because I like food, but I, I have Maybe a lot your of. Your mom and grandmom didn't make like a lot, like from scratch stuff for Christmas. I don't know. I just have literally like, except for mandel bread, which is kind of like a biscotti. You know why? Um, Did you go to your grandmother's house, June Hills, for Christmas dinner? Not every year because there was a period of time, um, I'd say between, oh man, I don't even know the exact years, but probably from like first grade till sixth grade where my mother kept me from them. Uh, I remember that, yeah. So I don't... um, I wasn't I mean, I remember you telling me that, not that I remember that. Yeah, so there was was a, a gap there. And my mother was such a lovely person, right? She would torture them. She would send them pictures of me, but wouldn't answer the phone if they called. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Baba, right? are you kicking my chair? Sorry. Yes, I was kicking your chair. Um, but what I was going to say, we can talk about the kids, too, at Christmas if you want, unless you want to talk about us. Um, you direct. You tell me where you want to go. We just talked a little bit about the some of our favorite childhood toy memories. Right, right. Um, and that I can't remember food, which is kind of odd <laughs> given it's me. And um, I know that you traveled on Christmas Day. Yeah, when I was little. I never did. We were always at home because I didn't have any grandparents except my own, my mother's mother. And uh, my oh, parents, roof, roof cleaner, yeah. 
the roof cleaner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of chill out at home. I wish. Um, you know, that was the one cool thing about becoming an adult and having children because every one of our kids was born around the holidays. So either, either you were due right near a holiday or I did um, that on purpose or we had the child right before the holiday, which was great because that pretty much uh, put us pregnant or having a little one for like a decade. Yeah, so we have two in December and then we have one, one in, in January. January. Yeah. So um, we didn't have to go anywhere. And since we had the grandkids, you know, people would come here. Yep. So it worked out for sure. The only thing that I always say, and I say it every year, right? Because I would I would cook a Thanksgiving or whatever it is. And I've been doing the Thanksgiving thing for like the past, I don't know how many years, at least a decade. Yeah, I'm sure you so. have some years in your head that you think you've been doing it. Go ahead. Yeah, about the last four, four or five you were decades. spatchcocking a turkey spatch, for years. Spatchcocking that bird. I spatchcocking that thing. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I would always say, you know, Christmas time comes, I'm like, I'm not doing anything complex. I'm going to do something super simple. We're going to buy like a a Stouffer's lasagna or something. And invariably, today's word, ladies and gentlemen, invariably. It's not a really intense word. Okay, whatever. It's it's an I word. (laughs) We need an M. There's not that many I words. We need an M word. Malamar. (laughs) Marmoset. Um, so I, but I would always wind up cooking something, you know, no, I think we did like lasagna too. Yeah. But I'd be like, well, let me make the vegetable lasagna with the, with the white cheese sauce, oh, and da, da, da. You're I, you know, a, and, okay. I, and I just like would rather just sit there and just, well, yeah, you know, I know eat a mm-hmm. piece of bread all day. Yep. Honestly, it's like, I just didn't want to, I just, I always say I'm not going to, not going to cook and I wind up doing it anyhow. Okay. Sour grapes. That's called wine. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, so um, we can talk about, well, we talked about, you know, we both had a tree. Yep. And um, obviously ornaments on your tree, I'm assuming. Um, we didn't have, I remember my mother got ornaments on the tree. you put halava on your tree? I did, yeah. Now, I took a little piece of matzah, you know. With a little hole in it, stuck it on the branch. Falafel. Yeah, sure. Um, but uh, we had, like I like I talked about in a previous podcast, we had these little lights that had like this bubbly liquid in it. They would heat up and it would bubble. Right. We had some of those. We didn't have a whole lot of lights. Uh, surprisingly enough, you know, we kept trying to keep that one string alive for like you know ten years. My dad used to have a field day with that because when Christmas would come, we put the tree up. And always, always, always there was a strand that had a light, right? And he would curse. Yeah, son of a bitch. Then he'd have to figure. God damn it. Because he always had to fix everything. You and I are like the, it doesn't work, throw it out, go buy a new. Yeah. Yeah. He was determined to fix it like Chevy Chase was in uh, that that, uh, Christmas one. Listen, the only thing that's good is like, I know when we were growing up, Christmas was awesome. You know, our kids had awesome Christmases, but one thing that has changed for the better is the pre-lit Christmas tree is the best invention. It is because uh, one thing about Christmas lights. okay? now I know that when we had Christmas lights, I would make every effort when I had to string a tree to make sure that I put the Christmas lights neatly around the packaging that it came in and I would put it neatly in a box. Yes. I don't know what happens or what gremlin appears. I have no idea. Right? But when you open up that box, somehow the the lights are in a knot. It's true. I I don't I don't understand that either. But it totally blows my mind. I don't but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. The pre-lit Christmas tree is awesome. Is absolutely a great thing. Yeah. Our, our Christmas tree now is in like three pieces. And it's pre-lit. And there is actually, by the way, there is one strand out, but you really can't tell. No, you can't, because I have a way of kind of making that. And it'll be the last last year for this tree. No, we're going to go spend it with the kids this year. Well, we only kept the tree in the event that we wanted to put it up, which I'm pretty sure we will. I will. Um, But uh, after that, this tree gets ditched. Mm -hmm, Because we'll be in Florida. So um, I remember when I was a kid in high school, there was an incident that happened that had nothing to do with me. 
And uh, my parents were like, um, we're going to Disney. Hey. And we got Twist in the car. Me, the dog, Mindy. Yep. Right. My grandmother and my parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went down to Disney and we stayed down there and woke up, I woke up on Christmas Day in one of the resorts in Disney wow, World. that sucks. And what they would, do, yeah, right? <laughs> and they put like uh, the stockings on every single door. Now they just hang a bill. <laughs> but it was kind of cool because I was in the park. I was in the Magic Kingdom with my big neon lettered sweatshirt. Sweet. And um, was it velour? It was a pre- Nope. No. And uh, it was, there was a parade we witnessed and they had, we witnessed like it was a crime. I witnessed the parade. (laughs) It was horrific. (laughs) It's an odd word. And they had snow, fake snow. And it was cool. You know, for that price, they should bring in real snow. I'm just saying. Well, it could have been. Yeah. I don't know. But that was awesome. I remember once, this is just a little aside about fake snow. I was at a uh, a, a concert uh, by a, a band, okay, and and they they did Christmas music. Okay, okay? which um, band was it? It was the the Wizards of Winter. Okay, okay, so they were like a Trans Siberian Orchestra kind of cover. Which you band. did with Alex, the Trans Siberian Orchestra. I did, and that was freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we, uh, some friends of mine were in the Wizards at the time, and I did the uh, sound for their first show ever. Very cool. Okay, very cool. So. Uh, we get them all set up, and then I'm standing there, and they had a little snow machine making machine okay. inside this little nightclub. All right. Okay. So I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then I realized what was snow was actually like these soapy bubbles. <gasps> so I'm like, oh, it's oh, awesome. God. I look up, and I get soapy bubble <gasps> sauce in my eye. You didn't tell me that. Yeah. Again. Yeah. See, you just learned something. Always. The soapy bubble sauce from the Wizards of Winter show right in the eyeball. Who knew, right? Did you say soapy bubble sauce? Soapy bubble sauce because it looked like, because here's what happened. It looked like snow flying, but once it landed on you, it was bubbles and then the bubbles burst and it was like, like probably palm olive for all I know. Wow. That's, that's dangerous. Yeah. Well, it went right in my eye. So that's my memory of the Wizards of Winter. You know what? You didn't shoot your eye out. And actually, if you look up the Wizards of Winter now. Did you like that? You shoot your eye out, kid. No, you could burn your you eye burn out. Burn your eye out, kid. Go um, ahead. I know you're on a, a whole thing. Go ahead. But the Wizards of Winter now are a um, touring act. They have management and everything. They they play, you know, a couple thousand seat theaters. They have uh, three members who were members of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra in the band. Mm-hmm. And they've got uh, quite a little following. So go figure. Okay. Who knew? Okay. Like we needed that side note. Good. Well, thank you so much for playing. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to do a little little thing here that I've had multiple holidays in Disney. We had Halloween, yes, which was did. awesome. Very cool. We had Easter down there with my parents, Yep. which was great. I know it was crowded, but it was it's a nice memory for me and the kids. Yeah, we'd uh, picking up uh, Easter eggs on the lawn of a resort. It's oh, pretty cool. Oh, God, it was. It was great. And then uh, they would do Easter baskets for you in the resorts. You'd go yeah. down there and you'd kind of tell them what, and they'd do it for the kids. I want one with diamonds and gold. <laughs> yep. Bring me that one, sport. <laughs> so anyway, they also did, um, we did Christmas. Well, I did. You did that with Christian down there. You did Christmas time. I and did, Tria, yeah. too? Um, Around that time? You know, I, that, that's it. now in question with him for sure. Yeah, I don't think with her. Her, I think, was in January, so it was after Christmas. So this year, we're going down to spend Christmas with the kids. Yep. And we're going to eat in the Grand Floridian, um, which is going to on Christmas Day. So I am so excited. So excited. It is. And Alex just texted us today about all the foods and and drinks they have in Epcot around that time period. So... Oh, it's going to yeah. be great. It's holidays around the world. And Hollywood Studios is doing a whole thing, too, now for yeah, Christmas. Well, we'll have to check it so, out. Okay. So I've said that. Yes. Yes. And when the kids were little, and even up till present time, we did we made ornaments with them every year. Yep. Yeah, we made ornaments. And uh, I am a gift. Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. Um, no, she made that in school. I know, but she still made an ornament and still said, we still have it. It says, I am a gift. And well, I'm talking about how. So a, a big forehead picture. Me, 
me myself how I made ornaments yeah. with the kids. Yeah, no, it was very cool. Yeah, and Tommy participated. Participated in that. Yeah, he, um, he witnessed it. And every year. No, he actually made some. I'm referring to the witness. I witnessed the parade. Oh, stop it. Na, 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 actually. Na, na, na. Actually. So. Um, 100%. I say that a lot, too. Literally. Literally. 100%. Actually. Um, so we also do cookies every year. Yep. Our little uh, sugar cookies, which, which always are disastrous. Yeah. yeah, because you know what happens? You roll out this perfect little candy cane. You put the little sugary sprinkle things on them. And it winds up like burning, burning a spread out gelatinous mess because we overworked the dough. I said you can't figure out what it is. It's Santa. No, yeah, it's not. No, it's not Santa. It's a giant, it's a giant like <laughs> green and red blob. I'm not going to say what the candy cane looks like. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway. Candy cane. Um, so we did stuff like that. And when we were in Epcot one year, we bought in Germany the pickle yeah. for the Christmas tree. Yep. And the tradition behind that, well supposedly in Germany, but I don't know, is that the person who gets the pickle on Christmas morning gets an extra gift. What does somebody get at Kevin Spacey's house? Do they get a special pickle? <laughs> sure, he does. Just throwing it out there. He gets there. a special pickle. Yeah. Charlie Sheen does too, apparently. Mm. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Crazy. Like I said, as long as the following four men are not involved in any of this, I'm good. Harrison Ford, Harrison. Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. And Danny McBride. Danny McBride. So we're making and reference actually uh, Matthew to McConaughey. All the, to all these crazy uh sexual uh you Oh, know. this has to do with the holidays. Yeah, of course. Because it's that's the what most we're just wonderful to. time of the year. Yeah, well now we can't watch uh <laughs> We can't watch that Santa movie with Kevin Spacey <gasps> no. in it now. Because he's a... That's Fred Claus. Yeah, Fred Claus out the window. Oh. Because Kevin Spacey's in it playing a jerk. <laughs> anyway. Who knew? All right, stop. Okay. Let's go. Let, let's... Let's... Let's bring this... Let's bring this one home, sweetheart. Let's do a closure. Let's bring this sweetheart let's home. Let's make this a rock bottom. Let's give me the rock bottom. Can you smell... <laughs> What the rock is cooking. I love that because you do the eyebrow. I do. Mm, mm, I like that. That's a rock brow. I like that. Yeah. I like that rock. I like that rock Impression. brow. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, <laughs> when Tommy got introduced into the family, I think it was for the first Christmas, right? We did the elf shirts. Yeah. Yep. Poor thing. We did, yeah. He was like, do I really have to wear this? Yeah, but you know, I wore Ralphie pants that year. You um, did? <laughs> Um, but Listen. my Ralphie pants, I was pretty, I was, I was pretty much a chubster that year too. Um, and the Ralphie pants, he didn't exactly look like Ralphie cause he was so stretched. Out. <gasps> Wait, do you know what's funny? What? I remember when Alex was little, especially Alex, she used to listen to those Disney sing-alongs, right? Uh-huh. And what did I have to do Christmas morning? I had to put on the, the Disney Christmas or holiday, whatever the politically correct thing is, video. I remember it. And she used to have to wait until I put it on before she came down the steps. Right. This is our favorite time of year. Jingle, jingle. Jingle, jingle. jingle. See, there you go. (laughs) You didn't know you were going to get serenaded today, did you? (laughs) Um, And then I remember when Alex was little... We actually had matching pajamas when yeah. I was pregnant with Tria. Yeah, yeah. And they would sleep together on Christmas Eve, all the kids in the same room. Yep. Because they were so excited. Yeah, and this continued up until when Alex, until Alex moved out. They would still I do that. I think they still do that, actually. They're going to do that this year. I think Tria and Christian did the they last did year. They did last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Alex and Tommy oh, were Oh, you know I'm going to just... We're here. They were. Christmas Day, so, so uh, yeah. You know I'm just going to vomit Christmas on them this year when we go down there. Wow. I want to see that. You wait. I'm going to I'm going to vomit like tinsel. Wow. It's going to be like right. Witches of Eastwick type vomit, right? <laughs> yeah. Except it's going to be tinsel flying out of your gullet. So, um I'll pay for I, that one. I want to talk about one well, you know, let's talk about our kids had very special toys, all okay. right? Yeah, these are the fun ones. It's probably Bratz some junk car. I had to put together, yeah. <laughs> Was it that? Was it? Wasn't it a Bratz bus or something? It was a Bratz car, Ugh. and it was. But you know what I loved about that year? 
We just had Tria and Alex that year. And I loved when Alex said she got a $70 Bratz car. Okay. Yeah. And we were always very equal in the amounts we did for each of the kids. Yep. Okay. So Alex got a Bratz car for $70 and Tria wanted board games. So she got seven board games. And Alex said, well, why did I get one item? And like she got seven. And I'm like, "Um, because Santa works on a budget and your, your Bratz car was the same amount as Tria's seven games. And because we used to tell the kids that you could only get a certain amount because we send Santa a check. Remember this? Yep. We send Santa a check and he uses our money to gather up all the things. Right. So our kids were always like, oh, gosh, the, the oh. They always got so much stuff. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I remember lining it up. They would have little quadrants of the living room. That was they their did. stuff. They did. This and the elf, the elf I am, I'm very good at organizing this stuff under the tree. You are. It's amazing. I don't know how you do it. Mm-hmm. So we had that. We had, Christian said his Xbox was a big thing. He went through a wrestler's time where Santa brought all these wrestlers for him. Yeah. Like a lot of wrestlers. Oh. And then... um. And then Tria went through a uh, American Girl phase, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Loved. She remembered that today, too. We were talking about it. She said not only she got it for Christmas, but she got stuff for her birthday, which yeah, was like right a few days Christmas, before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she'd get, oh, yeah, that was a great Christmas because she'd order from one company. Yep. And it was like a lot of stuff. Lot. Oh, yeah. That's a great thing. And we took her, remember we took her to New York to yeah, see? Yeah, I remember you guys were in uh, the, the American Girl store. Yeah. And Alex and I went over and she bought like uh, Osiris sneakers or something. But Tree, I brought her in there and they actually they do, you, brought, you bring your American Girl doll with you. Yeah. And they have a little salon and you watch them do your doll's hair. It wow. was so cute. That's cool. Um, oh, one more New York story yeah. was... The fire. Oh, yeah. Around Christmas time. Yeah. So we went in to see um, Fantasia. Fantasia 2000. Mm-hmm. And, uh, with my parents. With your parents. And it was uh, like three degrees outside. Was my sister with us? I don't remember. Yeah. 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 Your sister, okay. Yeah. Tim. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. So it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, me, you, Alex. Tria um, was not with us. Tria she was, was with somebody. With yeah. yeah. She was with somebody. She was little. Yeah, and we went into New York to see Fantasia. And, then, and it was freezing. It was on an IMAX screen. Yeah, it was on an IMAX screen. I forget, was it, was it Carnegie Hall I don't, or something I like that? I think so, and it was freezing. Yeah. Um, so we saw that, and it was being conducted um, by um, like the real deal conductor, and, and Walt Disney's was brother like was a, there. Was it like a... It was a big conductor. Orchestra kind of... Yeah, yeah, it was a live orchestra doing the music, and Walt Disney's brother was there. Roy Disney was there. I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he came up and talked before it started. Wow. Yeah. So it was super cool. Um, but then when we leave there, we went and had dinner somewhere. I don't remember where we went. Somewhere in Midtown. It was not not spectacular, if I recall. Um, but we uh, went back to Penn Station to go jump on a train, and there was a fire somewhere down in there. Now, yep. obviously not a major fire, but hey, nobody can go down to Penn Station, so we were standing in the hallways outside of Madison Square Garden, freezing our beloved oh, testicles and ovaries because, out. No, my parents weren't young. No, no. My father was so... He was so mad. He was so mad. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> what the hell? God damn fire. <laughs> Martha. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So anyway, obviously we, we survived that. We did. But it's a Christmas memory. It is a, a it is a Christmas memory. And then you had memories of going. We went into New York one year and just to see the uh, the tree. Yeah, we stayed in the Murray Hill section of New York, and, and I think it was a pretty nice one bedroom place. Uh, we went to see the tree. We went up to we went up the Empire State Building. We did some shopping. That was nice. Um, yeah, that was. Uh, we had a cab with the kids. Yeah, we all stuffed ourselves in that the was cab. Awesome. I'm up front with the cabbie, which is a crazy thing to do by the way because uh you get to see them in action just not giving a crap going across 50 lanes it's like hey stop here okay yeah, it was uh it was fun 
We had some really good Christmas memories. We still do. Yeah. I try to make it great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because like like we had said, you know, for a lot of people, Christmas is a is not the easiest time no, of year. No, it's not. Um and you know, given given um our lives, right? Um, you know, like like my mother died around Christmas. Your parents both died around Christmas. Your your father's mother died on Christmas. Yeah. Um, and that affected him. You know, that affected his his love of the holiday. Um, I don't I try to I don't know. But I know that that um despite all of that stuff, um I think we, we do our best to have a very joyful Christmas. Do you think we do that because we met around Christmas time? Yeah, because I think that it's not that I want to say that us meeting in that time of year brings back that flood of fantastic memories and that overshadows the bad stuff. Over time, the bad stuff kind of fades away. You know, you'll remember back, you know, about the Christmases you had with your families and things like that and the holidays you spend with them. Um, But the hurt of them dying and passing on kind of goes away you know, as the years pass, Mm -hmm. but nothing in my estimation can replace the joy and love that I feel that time of year because we met. Well, we met and we have birthdays around that time too. So I was pregnant. Yeah. All of our kids were born around that time. Can Um, I just throw something in there? Yeah. Throw away. That Tria told me tonight on the phone, I was trying to get the kids to remember something they remembered about Christmas or a holiday. Yeah. Nothing. And she said, and she said that, not Christmas, but when the Easter egg hunts would happen in my parents' house, because my parents would do the Easter egg hunt in the house. My father, like I said, was an engineer for GE. So what he would do is not only would they hide the eggs, but they would, he, he would write like a spreadsheet of where they were because he didn't remember. Yeah. And, uh, and they were strategically was, placed based on the height of the child. Yes. So Alex's would be higher and Tree's would be lower. And then I forget when Christian came along where he even put them. Yeah. His were like along the floor. <laughs> I think they so were. Anyway, literally. Anyway, I just remember Tria telling me she still remembers that one of the Easter's, you're talking a few years back, there, <laughs> there was an egg that no one ever found. It's probably still there. <laughs> it probably has like twenty dollars in it or something. Yeah, because they always put like good money. It has a gold in doubloon in it. Yeah, yeah. They uh, were great. My parents were great with the kids with every holiday. They were yeah. always like, always I used to generous. hide all the gifts at their house in Hamilton, which was like, I don't know, we think like twenty minutes from here. Yeah. And I remember my father. So I gotta say this. My father was on the phone with me, and I'm like, listen. I'm going to come and pick up the gifts this week. And he's like, oh, he goes, well, where do you have them? And I'm like, upstairs in your bedroom in the closet. And he went, all right. And he went, oh, there's nothing there. And I was like, what? And so I get my mom on the phone because, you know, the moms always figure everything out. And I'm freaking out because it's like a week before Christmas. And my mom's like, ow. They're right there. They were be, they were like behind stuff, and is I almost like I was like, where they go? Yeah, I would have freaked every out. single gift, and we had a lot of gifts for the kids. Yeah, wow. But one thing we always try to do every holiday is we try to give um, either a Thanksgiving basket or or mm-hmm. Christmas stuff and donate because it's very important. A lot of times we have the kids involved in that too, where they help pick out something for an underprivileged child and. You know, I think it's good that they get stuff, but I think it's good that they learn the meaning of, you know what? You got a lot and you're very blessed. So let's, let's you know, give, give a little. I give back. Yeah. And I think that's an that's an important lesson, too, mm-hmm. that you should always, um, you know, think of those who who don't have a lot. And I grew up as that kid. Like and like I mentioned, my. Uh, where I did not have a whole lot as a kid. I had I had a very. Yeah. Generous upbringing. You did. And it's it's awesome. And I'm glad that we're able to give our kids, you know, a lot of great stuff and, um, you know, make really great memories with them. You know, things that, you know, none of them are going to remember a sucky Christmas or uh, or any of the holidays. You know what's interesting is the kids don't remember from talking to them today. They don't remember what they got. They just remember that they had good Christmas times, yeah, you know, and that's more important than the item they got. 
Well, you know? I, I could have saved a lot of money. Yeah, we could have just given them a box. Yeah. Go play in a box. Yeah. Have fun with really? that. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right, sweetie. All right, Bubba. Well, this is fun uh, going into the holiday season, talking a little bit about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And just remember, um, you know, if you happen to love Christmas and love the holiday season, uh, which which we do, um, just remember, be a little sensitive to, to those who who might be hurting this time of year, who, who have difficult times uh, financially, emotionally. Uh, it is a very tough time for a lot of people. So, um, you know, be cognizant of that. Uh, be thankful for what you have. And, Absolutely. And give... Uh, Give as much as you can because there's there's going to be some poor child out there that has nothing under yep. under a tree, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's just not right. So, uh, be generous, be thankful for what you have, and um, enjoy the holiday season coming up. Yeah, watch an elf movie. Watch elf and watch an animated feature. Yeah, uh, yeah, Rudolph. Yeah, a little bit of Rudolph. Have a little hot cocoa. He's just a baby. And be thankful. I love my family. Yeah, I love my family too. Do you? Yeah. I don't know about your family, but I love my family. (laughs) All right, sweetheart. All right, bub. Well, this was a lot of fun, and Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to a wonderful holiday season. Yes, me as well. It's going to be a great one. We're going to be in the warm climate in Florida. Oh, that'll be (gasps) weird. Christmas in shorts. All right, honey. Okay. Well, we'll see you guys soon. Mm -hmm. Coming back on the Peanut Butter and Jody podcast. See ya. Bye.